Well, hey, Diet Disruptors, Carrie here, and welcome to another episode. And if you have been following us for a while, you know I love when we do episodes when I have a guest with me. And we have been doing a series all throughout this fall on our coaches. And so today we have one of three Michelles. But Michelle Kay has been with us for a really long time. She is phenomenal. She is just one of my favorite people in the world. Coach Michelle Kay, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Carrie. I'm so excited. So excited. So excited that you are here. Now, Michelle is all the way on the West Coast. I am all the way on the East Coast. And so you're up a little bit earlier today for... For, for all of this. So Michelle, if you guys, if you're watching this live with us or even on the replay or listening on the podcast, say hello to coach Michelle K because part of her story of how she started working with us is of course she was a client. All of our coaches were clients, but the fact that she is doing this podcast right now, the fact that she is doing this live on video is a testimony to how far she has come in her journey. Am I right, Michelle? Very true. Do you you think like three years ago, you would have said that you would be doing something like this? Not, not over my dead body. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So talk to us a little bit about your journey, you know, before disruptive nutrition, finding us all of that stuff, because it's, it's really inspirational and, and your transformation is just what prompted you to want to coach people, but we got to know your story first. Oh, let's see. Um, (laughs) I feel like my entire life I struggled with weight. Um, my brother always joked that we, our family was big pants people. And, um, you know, I was told, we're just big boned. You get the metabolism that you get, that kind of thing. So, I mean, it was ingrained mentally. It was, I mean, physically, when I started getting to adulthood, I noticed that like, you know, it wasn't just like the college 10. I just struggled with keeping weight off. I mean, I would look at food and feel like I gained weight. So it was a constant battle. I was never like really heavy, but I also was always working. Like it was always on my mind. I was always working on it, looking for nutrition tips, um, exercising, trying to find, you know, just the next thing. And I wasn't necessarily like a dieter dieter. I did do Weight Watchers a couple of times. Um, but I, I just, love how we say I wasn't a dieter dieter. I did do Weight Watchers a couple of times. <laughs> that means you were a dieter. <laughs> but I, didn't, I mean, my mindset really was I didn't like to be deprived. And mm-hmm. for the most part, I, you know, so yes, Weight Watchers is a form of deprivation, but like, the way they structure it, you could still have all the foods. It just wasn't necessarily what we, what I needed. Right. Um, and you had to like count your points and all that kind of stuff. Right. Horrible. Um, so, I mean, and then at one point in my life, I was like working out like several hours a day when I had the time and I probably looked the best in my adult life at that time, but I was like, by noon, I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom saying like, oh, you're, you're tired all the time. And I was like, I know, but I got to do this. And it was like, I just, it was the only thing I knew to kind of, you know, balance eating anything. And it wasn't like I was a binger or like I ate boxes of cookies at a time. Like I ate, you know, fruits and vegetables. My mom brought us up fairly healthy. We didn't have junk in the house. Um, But isn't that like the way that, I mean, we were really all raised in this culture is to believe that we have to take in less than we burn and we have to burn a lot. You have to be at a deficit in all reality. 
And, and, and interestingly enough, now I think about it, that deprivation, just even of my mom, like refusing to have like goodies and things in the house. When I did have my own freedom and I went to college, I kind of went like, woohoo, like I am in control of what I can eat. And, you know, that wasn't necessarily a good thing. I had to then backtrack a lot. And but, I mean, Michelle, I mean, at the end of the day, and this is where you have kids, I have kids. We weren't educated on why we should think about being healthy and balanced versus mm-hmm. what we look like, right? It awesome. was it was always about that. I remember mom always had a Diet Coke at dinner. Oh, and my mom. <laughs> yeah. And it was always about the weight on the scale. And even if it was subconscious, because I, I know my mom didn't say it to me, but that was always the reason we ate or didn't eat. And it had nothing to do with health. And I think as we bring up our kids now, Yes, we're trying to teach them about food, but for different reasons. Right. And you definitely, the way, I mean, I love my mom to death and she meant well, yeah. but definitely the way she went about it was very painful at times because she only wanted the best for me. Right. Um, but, you know, I had a twin brother and she would like give him dessert and, and tell me like, you know, I don't think you need that or something. And as a yeah. teenager, like, I just, you know, wanted to go in my room and cry, but, you know, and having matriarchs in our family that were always concerned with how you looked. I mean, the first thing, hi, hi, Aunt Jean, hi, you know, whoever. And the first thing they do is make a comment on how you look, whether it was positive or negative. And most of the time it was negative. Yeah. Um, and they want to feed you. Which is- and it's interesting too, because the when you call, you said matriarch, like the it's the women that get that. Like, you know, I, I remember like we have, you know, family and, and the men were all larger. And I remember coming home and I, I was married and, and it was my husband's uncle that looked at me uh, and just said to me, wow, I'm putting on some weight, huh? And I was like, that would be my grandma. Who says that? And I him and I'm like, huh? How are we doing this? But it was just this double standard. Um, and so little things like that, I think in your story, even though you weren't a dieter, I do think about that drip of belief and mindset that comes through uh, that we all have that I don't think we realize. It really gets intertwined with how I saw my value Mm -hmm. and my worth. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know any better because that's what everybody around me was concerned with. And, um, you know, so I always had this like trying to be healthy, trying to, figure out how to balance things, you know, give up something while brush my teeth at right after dinner, not eat until, you know, noon the next day, like whatever would work for a little while. Right. And, you know, and then the exercise thing. And until like my mid forties, that had kind of worked. Like, you know, I didn't feel great. I mean, in retrospect, right. I look at how like sad that all those years were. I wish I had found. Yeah. Um, but then as I got closer to 50, like none of those tricks worked, you know, no. tools worked. And, and you must have been like, you were confused, right? Like what's going on kind of thing. It was just like, dang, like I plan on living to be at least a hundred and I don't want to feel like this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, at that point you, you can't exercise two hours a day. Your joints really just start to break down. My joints were hurting. Yeah. And that shouldn't be the way we have to live. And it's not even healthy for us. Exactly. 
and my time had changed. My lifestyle had changed. I couldn't be at the gym two hours a day um, or swimming and yoga and all this. Like I just, I had to cut back and all of these things. It was like, I can't eat any less. Um, right. And I just, I really was very down. I was becoming an empty nester. I just like all these things. I was having trouble even like dragging myself out of bed in the morning. Mm. And, um, you know, and still always like looking, you know, if I would hear something about health or like, oh, let me listen to that. And then you were doing a video on a Costco mom's Facebook group. I don't even know how I was on that group. And I'm watching you unpack your groceries from Costco. And it, it, you know, I know enough that you had bought all these really healthy looking foods and you keep saying PFC, PFC. And I keep waiting for you to tell me what the heck PFC is. And <laughs> I haven't done one of those Costco hauls in a while. That was before COVID because then my husband kept going to Costco. And then I was like, I don't want to go to Costco anymore. (laughs) I got to go. I got to do one. Yeah. That's why I got this client. Um, You didn't even, I was like, what is she talking about? So then I like kind of stopped you looking for whatever I could find on you. I'm like, who is this lady? Um, And I got, found your website and I read all of your blogs. Like I read whatever I possibly could. And then I think, I don't remember if you had a few videos. This was a while back. Yeah. I mean, years and years ago. Yeah. And, um, and then something I heard, I think I did your free at the time there was a webinar Yeah, and heard either you or coach Deb say you could jumpstart your metabolism. And I was like, what? What? Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, my family told me that like, you get what you get. This is just how is in our genes. Like that's not possible. And I kept listening and it, it was just such a different approach. I had never heard anything about balancing blood sugar. I had never heard. It was always like calories in calories out. Yeah. Um, cut back this, cut back that. Yeah. And I, the more I listened and like, how, like, this is fascinating to me. It's at, you know, almost 50, like it was all brand new information. I was like, okay, I do want to live another 50 years. I want to feel great doing it. I have nothing to lose. I really want that. So, um, yeah, I'd gotten some birthday money from. I was going to say, wasn't this like a birthday present to yourself? I love that. I'm very like frugal when I think about what I'm going to spend things on. I kind of hold on to it and wait. And I was like, okay, there's, this is what I'm going to spend it on. Like this that. is going to be worth it. And holy cow, if I had known how worth it, it was, I mean, this is, complete. I should have charged you like 10 times more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But it, it definitely would have been worth every cent because it's not just about eating differently. Now it's not just about like not killing myself at the gym or that not feeling good enough in what I'm doing. It's, like I wake up every morning and I have energy and I'm, I'm looking forward to my day and I feel grounded in, um, you know, in what I know is right for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I no longer have that, that, um, tie to food and that I was constantly thinking about. Food. Well, because you weren't sure. You were like constantly looking and and what is it that we always say? We we always say like confidence doesn't come because you've met your goals. We should never have met our goals, right? We're always working towards something. We're showing up for ourselves every day for different reasons and and, and a larger why. But confidence comes when you know what you're doing is right. And once you realize that, it was like a weight that came off of you that wasn't about that weight on the scale. I would say the, yeah, the weight of 
the freedom from just the mental thought about food and what to eat and how to eat and what to exercise and all of that is that is what made me lighter <laughs> more than yeah. anything yeah and, I mean, and along with that just feel when you feel good and I never really realized this when you feel good and you feel like safe in what you're doing and know what you're doing is right that is what brings out the confidence yeah and I mean, I was a shy kid and a shy adult. I, I mean, still on my, on the inside, I'm still shy, but I, like, I believe in this and I've seen it and I love watching women go through their transformation and trust the process. And it's so, I mean, like, like you, you said, people aren't put on this planet to, um, you know, diet. Find the right diet. Except that maybe you were. Well, yeah. I kind of, when you said that the other day in our membership group, I thought, well, you know, I kind of feel like I might have been too, because I am so passionate about this because this was my struggle my whole life. Mm-hmm. And now like, thank goodness I've got it. And now I can help other people. Exactly. And that's what you really wanted to do. You And, and I have to give you so much credit because I, putting yourself out there to offer support to women, to get on like an episode like this, to put yourself out there on social media, to talk to your friends about this, takes this level of confidence that you didn't have before you did this. And I always say, like, if I just taught you eat this, don't eat that, it, it never would have happened. Like this whole transformation was what we call, you know, our blueprint, mind, body, and sustainability. And you have to understand your body and how to eat for sure, but that's not going to be enough. It's your thoughts and your beliefs that dictate your actions. How do you see your mindsets that have shifted, you know, since you started, think about who, you know, the, what you would have done, the fact that you wouldn't even been on anything like this, never mind kind of sharing things or supporting women, but how has your mindset shifted and why in some ways do I think that that's more important than the food piece? I feel like it really is almost more important um, or is more important. I will just put that out there. I mean, truly, I feel like I never felt good enough. And it's not that my parents don't love me. It's not that my family. I mean, I feel very fortunate, but I never, I never loved myself enough. I never felt like I really knew my value Mm -hmm. um, and just really struggled with that. And this, oh, I don't want to cry. This program, like, I mean, that has been the biggest gift Mm -hmm. and knowing my value, knowing that, yes, I'm enough and knowing that what I'm doing matters. Um, I mean, what more could you want to ask for as well as finding something that I'm so passionate about doing and spending my time doing. And I know your clients love you. If you are a client of Michelle's, please put in the comments how she has touched your life, how she has impacted you, how she has supported you. Michelle goes all out with her clients. And I love that. I mean, all of our coaches do. They're all incredible because having that requirement that you have to have been through this transformation, I think is a huge piece of this. And then of course you have advanced certifications. I mean, you are always learning. You are always pushing yourself. You are always, I mean, what I love now is like, you're still always learning about nutrition, but you have advanced certifications in nutrition. And now you're learning like more social media and technology as we are an online business. So I love that you're always kind of taking yourself to new levels. So as you think about, this lifestyle, as you think about the stories of your clients, right? And you think about our blueprint, body, mind, sustainability. Those are the things that we know we need to focus on. 
What are some either tips or kind of thoughts that you have around those three things that you could leave our viewers with today? Give us some Michelle K insight. Well, some things that I love to tell my clients and I do, I love my clients. We become friends. I just am mm-hmm. so passionate about seeing them be successful. Like you say, we don't let them fail. Mm-mm. I mean, um, you have had clients, you know, that have been in our membership group for years when you join and you just become a member, a lifetime member. You just check on them all the time, don't you? Yes. I, I make that. sure they're watching their calls every week. I make sure yep. they're staying engaged because yep. I know that that is so important is to stay engaged in this community. I mean, I'm fortunate enough to be a coach, but that, you know, of course keeps me engaged in the lifestyle, but that is what helps keep us living this lifestyle and not. And that's the sustainability part, right? Like that's the piece of sustainability. This is my home base. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I hope that my clients feel the same way is this is my home base. And even if I go a little bit off the field once in a while, like I know it's going to be here. I know that when I look for it or when I turn towards it, it's there all the time. And that just being grounded in that, no matter what kind of chaos is throwing throwing your way at life, um, this really does give you, me, a sense of um, groundedness in knowing that what we're doing is right, not having to look for something else, not having to feel terrible and not know what to do. Yeah. So, and that's I mean, what community is all about. So those clients that are in our membership group, that's one thing, but those that are in our, our free Facebook group, Diet Disruptor Squad, this is why we do, we, we're here. <laughs> Use us, right? Be part of that community because it, because it makes all the difference. So that's like sustainability, right? Staying engaged and being in that and, and you engage with your clients, like, like they can't, they can't shake you. <laughs> they try. They can't shake you. Um, And then, and then mind and body, give, give us a couple insights about, about some tips around those. Well, with the mindset, I, especially with clients just starting out, I know that sometimes it's hard to trust a process that is, feels so different and that you can't see what's going to happen at the end of it. So I really do try to instill in my clients, trust the process, go through, you know, this very easily digestible steps that we have laid out for you. I'm here for questions. Um, and really they start, I mean, for the mindset part, I would say they really learn to know their value and mm-hmm. to feel like, yes, they are worth this program. They are worth going through this and learning this lifestyle for themselves to be role models for their kids. Um, I mean, don't you think you're a better mom because of what you've done for yourself? I'm a better person. <laughs> I'm a better person. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. All right. And then give us a tip around body. What's your number one tip around the food piece or whatever? Have it available. I mean, it's one thing to know what you're supposed to be doing, but if you don't have it in the cupboard, in the kitchen, in your car, in your desk, um, just, you know, always being prepared. Um, Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a whole day of, I mean, I don't prep all weekend. I don't want to spend my time doing that, but I know like I need certain things in my fridge and when they're gone or in my cupboard is backup. Um, you know, if I make a meal, I freeze some of it just so there's those times where I don't have to be on point. I know there's, I still know there's things there. Yeah, and exactly. What's really your favorite, make- what's your favorite grab and go PFC meal? Oh, my favorite, like, well, I don't always think my grab and goes necessarily tasty, <laughs> but I mean, I'm, but I have like emergency. I have my chopstick, okay. and a little bag of like fruit and nuts. Or oh, a that's a good fruit. idea. Yeah. Because, my, mostly because they can sit in the car. They can sit in my desk. They're not going to expire. 
Yeah. Um, as far as like something more tasty, I would say something that I made or like some turkey slices and an apple, turkey bacon, even as a quick grab and go. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. What's your what's your favorite recipe in the recipe vault? Ooh, that's a hard one. Oh my gosh, because we have so many good ones. I know. Every... Um, I do like the one that I just submitted in July. In July, no, August. That was the salmon with arugula. It's an arugula. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and chickpeas with um white northern beans oh that's what it was that's what it was yeah but i gosh i and that gazpacho soup is like an easy no-brainer yeah i just made the apple turkey burgers the other night so good oh yeah you posted a picture of that in the the membership group if you are in the recipe subscription right in the in the comments recipe if you're not then don't worry we open it twice a year it will open again in january it will open again in usually january and july is when we open it and because you know like we just want to focus on serving people in it so we only open it a couple times a year but it is an amazing resource to be able to just have you know pfc meals and then i make a bunch and then save it for meals the next day is that what you do 100 percent. yeah i made like one or two recipes and then i eat it for lunch for dinner yeah, I just made Coach Deb's turkey skillet the other day. Oh, I made cool. it for people. People came over and I made it as like our dinner. And they were like, this is amazing. Like, this yeah. isn't just, you know, like yeah, I've taken chicken my, and broccoli. My, yeah, like those shrimp avocado bites I've taken for appetizers. Oh, yeah, and- those are great. Mm-hmm. What are they? Love them, love them, love them. Michelle, you are amazing. You, you, your focus and commitment to your clients, to disruptive nutrition, to everybody that follows us. I mean, I love that I can rely on you for everything that you will, you will push my thinking. You will, you're just like an amazing support for, for me and for everybody out there. If you know Michelle K or you don't know Michelle K, thank her anyway, because part of the reason why disruptive nutrition is what it is, is because of Michelle K. She is in the background sometimes, but she is there and she is always watching and she's always supporting you all. Michelle, you're the best. Thank you, Carrie. You lead by example, and um, I am so grateful to be a part of your team. If you guys have any questions, you know, one of the things that we do that we commit to is saying wherever you are on your journey, there's a place for you at Disruptive Nutrition. We want to help you find that place. Get on a call with a coach. It won't take long. We'll do a 15-minute call, talk to you about what you need, lead you in the right direction, and you might even talk to Michelle Kay. You never know. It's one of them. right that was my that's how I got here what do you have to lose exactly exactly all right you're awesome Michelle well hopefully you'll talk to some of these people soon I would love to all right take care Carrie bye bye everyone